0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Homicidal Tendencies. So, for today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jack Harold. Ho- Jack who?
1: Jack Harold. Jack Jones, Gerald Jones. Holmes. Jack. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what, was, what was that SpongeBob uh, episode where they couldn't pronounce the, the pickle tongue dude name? You talking about
0: the hashling, the, hash wing, the, the, hash the, the, the brash brain. <laughs>
1: Jack Harold Jones Jr
0: okay so that's what we're gonna be talking about today guys (laughs) so um looking into this case I thought that at first it was just gonna be simple you know I thought it was just a one and done type of thing but as I kept going into it I just kept finding more and more things and it, it was a lot of twists and turns so okay let's get started so on the evening of May 31st 1991 Thirty-two-year-old Lorraine Ann Barrett had just landed in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for her five-day trip. Childhood city. She's trying to have some fun out there. <laughs> <laughs> you think she about get shot up? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, okay. So while in Florida, Lorraine put easy. Hey, who knows with this type of stuff, you know? It's easy. Hmm. But yeah, so while in Florida, Lorraine planned on visiting her best friend, who was on medical disability before returning back home to Pennsylvania. She was supposed... Well, Lorraine was supposed to be meeting a friend at the restaurant, Coconuts, but when her friend never showed, she headed over to the Elbow Room, which is a bar, located at, Fort, at the Fort Lauderdale Beach. And this is where she met Jack Jones. So after a few drinks and chatting it up, you know, Lorraine and Jack left the bar and headed to the Days Inn, where she was staying for her trip. And... Yeah. I've... I can't remember the words right now. How <laughs> So what you doing? Like
1: chilling at the holiday mm-hmm. So, yeah. some self
0: and your friend. Well, you don't know, know the words you Look at <laughs> you? But okay, so yeah, they heading over to the uh days in or whatever. And I've seen pictures of Jack. You know, I had to look him up. And he's not the best looking guy, so I don't know how he was able to get anybody to take him home. He must have had some very good communication skills. Isn't that right, Luna? What's wrong, mama? (laughs) Sorry, our cats over here talking. But um, yeah, so he must have had some pretty damn good people skills. Something he 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 doing something. Okay. After a few more drinks at the hotel bar, they called at night, around 2 a.m., and the two took an elevator up to her room on the eighth floor. And so, the next day, Lorraine was found raped and murdered by a maid who was doing doing her morning cleanings. But, no Jack Jones.
1: So. Did he check in, too? No, it was
0: just, I mean, I guess, you know, he, yeah.
1: Yes. And then, and it's the days,
0: in They cheap. They ain't even got down Yeah, no. They, they ain't tripping. <laughs> but yeah, so I, mean, I feel bad for the maid who had to walk in on and that. Smoking in <laughs> but yeah, so forensic, de- forensic detectives processed the room and collected any evidence they could. Multiple witnesses recalled seeing Lorraine with the same man at both the elbow room and the days in. Witnesses described the suspect as a white male with distinctive tattoos who stood at about 5'8", and weighed approximately 150 pounds. Dang, y'all got it. Dang, right, right. (laughs) So with these descriptions, a composite sketch (laughs) was drawn up and sent out, but police never got any leads, and the case went cold. So, let's fast forward.
1: But if you really think about it, that's plenty of white men.
0: You know, I'm pretty sure uh, we'll find out that he was jumping states, kind of. Well, let's see. Um, Okay, so let's fast forward to June 6, 1995. So that's what, four years later, I think. Yes, it's 1991 up there. So four years later, and we're at Automated Tax and Accounting Service in Bald Knob, (laughs) Arkansas. We're 34 year old.
1: Oh man, so. What was that song? He's killing everybody. He, or, or he want everybody.
0: Your kids, your wife. how your kids? Your uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that. Oh no, yeah, that is this guy actually. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> No, not. Uh.
1: What?
0: <laughs> okay, so Bald Knob, Arkansas, where 34 year old Mary Phillips worked as a bookkeeper. On this particular day, Mary Phillips was accompanied at her job by her 11 year old daughter, Lacey. Playing to take Lacey to her at 3 o'clock dentist appointment. Earlier in the day, a black-haired male with tattoos came in to borrow a few books. He returned later that evening complaining that he was given the wrong books. And then, a real 0-100, real quick type of thing, he told the two that he was sorry, but he was going to have to rob them. Like, are you that mad about your book that you just about to rob them? Right, so okay, big issue, I guess. Okay, so... <coughs> The man ordered Mary to lay down her stomach and then told Lacey to lay down on top of her. So now he got the mom on the floor and the daughter laying on top of her mom on the floor. Oh, you kinky. <laughs> okay, so he went to the cash register and took the money. Afterwards he moved Mary and Lacey into the break room. He then moved he then moved Lacey from the break room into the bathroom and he tied her to a chair. So he now has them separate. Lacey cried for the man not to hurt her mom and he replied, I'm not. I'm gonna hurt you. And as an eleven year old child, that shit must have sent chills down her spine. Like I I cannot imagine, like you're you're worried about your mom. 'Cause
1: you know how when uh when people realize stuff in shows, they be like, you like rewind <laughs> like, What you said. We did take up, bro. Yeah, that, 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 that. She would sacrifice herself. That's the type of <laughs>
0: moment that <Lisa's> Lacey's <laughs> having right now. Because she's like, what the fuck? Like, what is a grown man? Well, was her, she's not even thinking that, you know, oh, I, it's about to be me. But, yeah, so he then started to choke Lacey until she passed out. And after that, he struck her in the head at least eight times with the barrel of a BB gun. You know. Yeah, you so pussy, you could never real gun though anyway, but uh which uh, caused costs... right. Yeah, I mean, thank God, God I didn't want to be a it, real gun, but I'm but just saying. He
1: was I real, but <laughs> I know plenty of white boys told BB gun. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so um yeah, he hit her in the head at least 8 times with the barrel of a BB gun, which caused severe lacerations and multiple skull fractures causing bone fragments to pierce into Lacey's brain. So, you know, at this point, he's sure Lacey's good and dead. So, he went back to the break room where her mother Mary was, and that's where he angrily raped her, beat her, and choked her with his hands. And, I mean, as most people know, well, I don't know if most people know, but, because <laughs> the TV show's kind of it off, but, you know, it's really hard to uh, fucking choke someone to death. No, hmm? I ain't
1: really-
0: Oh no, I'm just saying oh, yeah, that. Saying yeah, somebody. it's hard to choke someone yeah. to death with your well, bare yeah, hands, like just how your, hands.
1: Are your
0: hands. And how strong are you, man? But yeah, but you—that's that, a whole lot going. I mean, you, you can make someone pass out, but to kill them, it's gonna take a minute just sitting there ch- choking them. Me. But yeah, so he couldn't get the job done with just his hands, so he said, "Fuck it." He went and wrapped an electrical cord around her neck.
1: But he was 150 pounds
0: too. Yeah, that—that's like. Yeah, that's, that's average, pretty average. Kind of actually below average, I would say. But yeah, so he wrapped an ultra cord around her neck until he killed her and left Mary there naked from the waist down and dead. <laughs> so back to the bathroom where little Lacey is. And somehow, after all the head injuries, the strangulation, up. she managed to survive. But no, listen to how she woke up, though, too. Yeah, up. So, so look. She survived
1: that shit right man
0: you 50 cent. i mean she this 11 year old little girl she was fighting she wasn't about to go out no yeah so she woke up but when she saw blood she began to vomit and then she passed out again so the next time she woke up she was being photographed by police officers who thought that she was dead you know so they're, they're taking pictures documenting the crime scene and then she just opens her eyes so bro, bro. I, I know that everyone in the room was bro. like, "What the fuck?" Just have everybody's looking at each other like, "What is going I on?" I would have been to take
1: it, bro. I would
0: have been to take it. I would. have <laughs> probably ran. I'm I, like, "Hell no!" I, nah. I would have
1: hit him upside the head with the camera, bro.
0: <laughs> like y'all didn't <done> check the <laughs> pulse <post? laughs> And damn, she
1: she got it. Knocked
0: out again. <laughs> That's wow. crazy though. Add
1: yeah, that
0: one to the autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I know that had her scared. The police officer scared. All of that. So But anyway, with the description that Lacey gave to police, they were able to identify the man as none other than our friend Jack Jones. Police went to Jones's home and he willingly went with the police to the White County Sheriff's Office. He was there? Uh yeah, he he was at his house just <sighs> chilling, you know, he didn't think he's about to get caught. You know, he They do say hi to playing side, I
1: guess. Yeah,
0: he did he, he probably Stupid. went home him a little snack, chilling. Stupid. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, he went, he willingly went with the police officers, and then once he was at the office, he was read his Miranda rights and then signed a form where he waived his rights. He admitted to the crimes and claimed he did it in order to get revenge against the police because his wife had been raped and the police did nothing about it. So, let's just hold on for a second, because what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know if his wife was actually <laughs> raped or not. <laughs>
1: Super villain type thing, <laughs> but no, taking look, so I'm pretty sure a lot of black people would have left them
0: behind, but so, dude, um, no, okay, rape is not an eye for eye situation. You don't have a loved one get raped, or you get raped and you go, Well, I'm gonna start raping people too. That That's what I'm gonna do, no. And then again, we don't know if this if is if his wife was actually even raped, that could just be him talking out his ass just uh, just because it was, yeah, like
1: wife probably got killed or.
0: I don't even know if he had a wife. Really, yeah, I I I like. Probably,
1: he probably saw this girl dead and, and raped her himself and called it in. Man,
0: I don't, I don't even know, but I just I didn't see anything anywhere else where it said anything about him having a wife. The only person that got brought up was his sister, but it never said anything about loved ones, you know, something like that. So who I don't even know, but if he did have a wife though, and this did happen to her, I'm pretty sure she didn't say, "Babe, please can you go rape someone for me so I can feel better?" Help that that would really.
1: She, she didn't die from
0: the rape? I don't we don't know if it even happened. <laughs> I don't know. but yeah, so I, I'm just saying like <laughs> a hell of an excuse for him. but okay, so back to the story. So I couldn't find a date when the trial initially started, but the charges were brought against him in June 1995. So in court, Jack apologized for his crime saying, quote, "I'm deeply sorry." If at any time I could give up my life to bring back everything I've taken, I wouldn't even think about it." End quote. And it's like, okay, yeah, fuck you. If that's how you really feel, then why'd you oh, do man, it in the first so place? Didn't
1: use the death
0: right. Oh. Right. Well, let's, let's, do that. Uh, let, let's pause on that, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah. So asshole, whatever. On April seventeenth, nineteen ninety six, Jack is found guilty on one count of capital murder, one count of rape. And one count of criminal attempted capital murder. And is sentenced to death. He was also sentenced to life in prison. And then another 30 years. And a $15,000 fine. So really fuck him. Yeah. He's going to be riding away for a while while he waits for his execution date. And we're just going to stop on that part of the story. (coughs) And we're going to skip back to something else. So. You remember our friend Lorraine? Well, after almost a fucking decade someone by the name of, well, a detective by the name of John Caruso, reopened her case, hoping to find some new information. And this is 11 years we're talking about that has passed since this poor woman's murder. And in those 11 years, DNA technology has advanced immensely. And, you know, Detective John knows this, so he's thinking maybe he can crack the case with the DNA found at the scene. So he submits the DNA to the Broward Sheriff. that
1: they still got the DNA.
0: Yeah, they they take it and then they when it was back in that time, they know that it was still in the works or whatever, so they would. There were
1: so many people. Bro.
0: They just tuck it away and
1: tucked away all that DNA. Right? Who knows
0: how many cases probably still the D, maybe we already had the DNA of the killer and no one's gone back to to you know check it out like this guy did. Hmm. Yeah, so he submitted the DNA to the Broward Sheriff's Office and FDLE, which is Florida Department of Law Enforcement Labs from where it was sent to NDIS, which is National DNA Indexing System, with the request for each state to search their databases for a possible match. An extra two years go by, and on March 14th, 2003, (coughs) Detective Cariccio gets a match for an inmate on death row in the state of Arkansas, who is none other than our good friend, Jack Carroll Jones. So he's already sentenced to death, and then 30 years. And he is to pay a $15,000 fine. And now he has been connected to the murder of another woman? Okay. So he's brought before a court in Broward County and was sentenced to life for her murder, then was shipped back to Arkansas. So he has all these charges and is directly hurt not one, but two families. So
1: you really gonna say, hey. Whenever he does serving life over there, y'all send him to
0: us. And then with all this, he has to pay the fifteen thousand dollars and also serving a thirty. So two, so
1: a whole he lot of he shit.
0: He it. He Oh yeah, it. most definitely. Like each quarter, just ain't fucking back and forth. And good, he deserves it. We gonna set an example. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so finally on April twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen, is going to be he's going to be executed by lethal injection. So I don't know about you, but I love these. So for his last meal, he had <laughs> three chicken breasts, potatoes, sliced cheese, chicken breast, he likes <laughs> he fried chickens. What it need to be, but um, beef jerky, three Butterfinger candy bars, tartar sauce. That's fucking. Why are you eating tartar sauce with whatever that you have right there? No um, two cups of punch. And a chocolate shake with butterfinger crunch. Why he people? he loves him some butterfinger crunch. I mean butterfingers is his thing. White people? <laughs> white people. White people?
1: <laughs> no, people. People.
0: People? People? people. No, it's white people. It's white
1: people.
0: White people. No white. Tartar sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just dipping the chicken in tartar sauce or the beef jerky or whatever the, the, your slice of cheese that you have?
1: I want some chicken
0: breast. <laughs> I want some
1: sliced
0: cheese okay. <laughs> Oh, coleslaw Oh, oh that's gross the best coleslaw. I'm surprised he didn't no for uh, some coleslaw But yeah, so that was his last meal Fucking gross, I would not want to eat that for my last meal I'm just saying But And then his last words were quote, Well, I just want to let the James family and Lacey know how sorry I am. I can't believe I did something to her. I try to be respectful from the time I took and become a better person. I can't
1: believe.
0: Right. You did it. You sat there and thought about it. You Dude. went from, I'm going to rob you, to separating Dude. them and killing
1: it. I took a few uh, shots, so I don't remember. That.
0: Well, in fact, no, like, some people really trying to do that, like, well, I was under the influence, and how are you going to blame right. me? But, okay, so, excuse me, guys. Um... Man, y'all uh, need
1: to stop raping females out here, man. We all wreck females. There's plenty of women who, who willingly will have sex with you. I promise you. No rape <laughs> and no punching people.
0: <laughs> Be quiet. Hush. Okay, so, uh, I hope I did better. I hope over time you can learn who I really am and I'm not a monster. Yes, you fucking are. There was a reason why those things happened that day. No, okay, can't find one. I'm so sorry, Lacey. Try to understand I love you like my child. Excuse me? Like, huh? I know her father wanted to fucking punch him in the face. I know Lacey probably wanted to throw up. Like, that is just so sickening of you to even have the nerve to say, I see you as my child. (laughs) You thought I was dead. You you thought I was dead when you left that room. So... And along with his last words, Jack wrote a four-page letter to be given to his that's, sister. That's
1: crazy, bro. That's, yes. That's like Sam. pretty much, did he
0: rape her? No, he raped her oh, mom.
1: Okay, okay. I was going to say, that's, that's like, that's you pretty much already killed you or whatever. But the fact that I killed you and now I'm going to die and you back,
0: I'm inside of you. I'm- but now he said, but I mean, Lacey's sitting there listening to this and he's just talking and all that. And then her father, as well, was sitting there and listening to this. And
1: uh, <coughs> why people? <laughs> because you see, you see how black people get down in the court when, when, when <laughs> there's plenty of black men getting carried away trying to get the person who, who hurt.
0: Okay. Oh, um, I can't remember if I talked about her or not, but in the Jeffrey Dahmer case, like someone's sister, or mom, or something, she was in there spazzing, like wilding out in the trial. Like she was like, "I hate oh, you, you, Jeffrey." Be how
1: many man, They hit a quick little football move on the officer. Oh, whoop.
0: if I if I was her dad, I would have tackled him and just started beating his ass. Like, uh, uh, mm. But okay, so back to this. I'll take that charge. <laughs> Right, right. They shouldn't even charge you for that, though. Be yeah. like, matter hey, of wait, hey, y'all hey, stop. Hey, Bailiff, hey, let it happen.
1: Like, honestly, uh, a strict judge who who really demands respect in his court, he'll probably try to give you three to five. Which is crazy.
0: It is. Oh, fuck that. So, along with his last words, Jack wrote a four page letter to be given to his sister, Lynn Scott, with instructions to not open it until a year after his execution. I ain't waiting for shit. The second you die, I'm opening that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, so at 7.06 p.m. they begin the execution, and at seven twenty p.m. Jack Harold Jones Jr. is pronounced dead. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still
1: say you know, so they need to go back to the to the old times, man. Put them on the wall. You know
0: what I'm saying? Get you a little AK and just, <laughs> <laughs> just tear it up. You know, I'm going to find a case where, where the death penalty. Up, but no, I'm going to find a case where the um the, the death penalty for that person is the firing squad. I'm going to find one, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about it. But, okay, so that's a big relief for both of the families and little Lacey, who's not so little anymore because it fucking took them 22 years to kill this guy. She Took all that time, man. Oh my.
1: A woman, man.
0: And you, you got to come back and revisit she, this, she opening new wounds.
1: Trust me,
0: right? Mm-mm. I know. I think she's actually married now, though. Oh, <laughs> or yeah. At uh, least,
1: at least you pushed through all of that and and still believe in a friend and love, right? And to you.
0: To be able to trust somebody, but yeah. yeah so. Uh, we're just gonna sit for a minute, and let that sink in, but we're not done yet. So <laughs> No, no remember that letter? Yeah, okay, so I'm not sure if Lynn opened the letter in 2018 like Jack instructed or if she waited longer because all the articles I read were posted in 2019. So I'm just gonna assume she opened it in 2019 in March of two, in March of 2019, which is literally just three months ago, so th- this is recent as hell. Um, in the letter, <laughs> right, like you, it, 2019. When you said it, I didn't even Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Just it. Dude just got killed two years ago. Uh, but yeah, so in the letter given to Lynn, Jack admitted Jack admitted to killing another woman. So this is three people now. So, officially making Jack Jones a serial killer. The woman's name was Regina Harrison of Florida. So on May second, nineteen eighty three. So this is a good minute before his first. Well, we don't know what his first kill is now. Well, obviously, I guess this. But the, the, the later on, the police talk about how they're pretty sure there's even more women. So who knows what his first kill or last kill was? Oh my! But
1: hold on, how huh? old was he?
0: Shoot. Um. I don't know what his date of birth was, but he, he looked kind of young, honestly, in the picture I that was connected think, yeah, to the
1: 1991. If, if you've been doing that story, Oh, I think he
0: died know. at age 52, so... Okay.
1: Well, I was about to say, if you've been doing this for... i was killed still, at age 52. That's because look, 1983 to 2019. That's what, 36 years.
0: Yeah, something like that. So... Hmm... So, he was young, right? As
1: hell. When,
0: when did you have time to get married? They, I don't. That's what i I don't. I didn't read anywhere, and I've read a shitload of articles, I and mean, I didn't read you know, any unless they just said I "fuck no the detective. wife." But not the <laughs> yeah, no, he, he he was too busy out here killing women and get married to one. But okay, so um, yeah, he made to killing another woman, so officially making him a serial killer. So the woman was Regina Harrison of Florida, and on May second, nineteen eighty three, she was last seen alive going out for a bike ride to Hollywood's North Beach, accompanied by a male who was also riding his bike. The next day her body was found in Westlake Park. Also, if you guys don't know, this is in Florida. I know I said Hollywood, but I guess it's Hollywood's place in Florida for whatever reason. Um, according to the evidence, she had been sexually assaulted and strangled. That sounds familiar, right? That kinda be that that's his go to thing, I guess. So a composite sketch of the man who was riding <laughs> stop <laughs> A composite sketch of the man who was riding with her was drawn up after one of Regina's friends was able to give a description. With a composite sketch and the help of a witness fingering him in a lineup, Broward County Police arrested uh, Broward County Police arrested habitual rapist Ronald Henry Stewart. And I'm just saying I would hate for someone to describe me as Rachel the habitual rapist like that, and <laughs> that, that that's literally like almost a copy and paste from what I said. Mm-hmm. The the habitual rapist Stewart was arrested, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, um, but anyway, if he if they're if he's known There's as a, a little habit, <laughs> but dude, if he's known for that, why, why is he not already locked up why? though? Why? Why? Yes, exactly <laughs> right. Um, that's the question. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Why Why do white people get off so easy? Because they white people. White people. people? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Stewart played no contest to Harrison's murder. (laughs) Keep going. Okay, so Stewart played no contest to Harrison's murder in order to avoid the death penalty. Although the fingerprints at the scene didn't match his, he didn't want to risk being executed. So he just said, fuck it. And, you know... So, um, but too bad for this fucker because he died in 2008 of cancer anyway. So fuck him. I mean, and I'm only saying fuck him because, man, because he like, he didn't kill Regina. So he was, he was in jail for the wrong thing or in prison for the wrong thing, but he was still a rapist. So fuck him. I mean, who cares? Um, I think I read that he had like five different ongoing rape cases, like at the same time. So Yeah. Um, but at least he didn't get killed by the you know uh, by, by the state for <laughs> oh my God, okay, so <laughs> so back to Jack and the letter to his sister he wrote, Be quiet, I don't wanna put it so, so back to Jack in the letter of it, in the letter to his sister, he wrote, There was a story in the newspaper, a composite picture drawn of me. Someone remembered us riding around by the beach, but it didn't look much like me. So, the whole time, he knew that the murder that he had did had been brought to the light. And he just let someone else take the rap for him. He, you know, he... And then he he admitted to the crime in a letter. And then specifically requested that it didn't be open until a year later after he died anyway. And it's just like, you... You admitting to it after you're already dead and then wanting it to come out late, even later after you die, mm-hmm. that doesn't make you a better person. That's not you, that's just even worse because you just held on to that secret until you passed your grave. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's messed up. That you weren't man enough to even admit it yourself and it come out your mouth. You had to make your sister go through that and do that because she, she had to read that and turn that into somebody, right? But yeah, so and then
1: she had to go with the.
0: Do I turn it in? Right. Do, do I want to keep my brother's secret or whatever? Cause, but, yeah. So, um, in the confession letter, Jones wrote he wanted Harrison's family to know what really happened. And, quote, it said, So you just let them know that I'm deeply sorry, that I couldn't rest easy until they knew the truth. You, you, they didn't. You died before they knew the truth. He wrote to his sister, <laughs> let them know that in the end, I became a better person and I did the best I could be as much as I could for others out of respect for the ones I've harmed.
1: It's not enough.
0: Right. Oh, I'm so tired of this guy. And then after all of this, he had the nerve to say this. She haunted me for three years and we made peace. He wrote, she moved on. She was really mad at first, missed her parents, but she learned things over there that helped her. And she got to understand who I was and why I done such a thing, she forgave me. I never forgave myself. No, 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 no. The girl that you killed, the woman you killed, her spirit did not come to you and talk to you and tell that she forgave you. You mm-hmm. don't you don't get to fucking say that to yeah. give yourself peace and make yourself feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is wrong with this guy? Like he oh my god I'm t- when I was researching this is why it took like he was yeah, so frustrated. He he did this really frustrated the fuck out of me.
1: That's the thing about being fraudulent. If you tell yourself something (laughs) enough, you really start to believe it. Yeah. You really start to believe it.
0: And it's crazy. Yeah, but so he he's really over here trying to sell this story that Regina spirit visited him and said it's okay that you fucking raped and killed me. It's cool, buddy, you know? Good terms no that's not okay I and mean, that's not what happened so yeah um DNA testing confirmed that he was Regina's killer and Regina's brother spoke out and said that this did nothing for him and the fact that Stewart didn't kill his sister doesn't make Stewart any less evil or any less dead so he really just said fuck the whole thing he he he, he doesn't even want to revisit this you know and I don't blame him at all so like all because all Jack Jones did was just reopen old wounds and I mean Yeah, it upset her brother, but I feel like maybe deep down he probably is at peace just knowing that he knows what actually happened. So, but, yeah, yeah. and so, sorry, I ended on such a bummer, but, (laughs) yeah, that was the story of Jack Jones, who we now know is a serial killer. Um, I'm sorry that it ended on such a bum note, guys, but, I mean, hey, that's what happens when you're covering assholes, but if you guys enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you giving me a five-star review. You guys can literally write anything you want. I'll just really need the five stars to help this podcast start to get seen. Thank you guys, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.